Alright, here we go. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Thank you, Mr. Wells. The one man that can pull off assless chaps and scare the living shit out of you. <laughs> With wrist cross bros and a badass mohawk. Thank you, yeah, sir. I don't know. I think I'm pretty. I'm scared shitless when anybody in assless chaps comes towards me. Well, next time that happens, let us know. Document let us know. I'll yeah. see. see if it's scarier than uh I'll than go it's coming at you. Yeah. Right. And uh Rictus Erectus, he's he's right up there. He's up there too? Yeah, that yeah. is pretty intimidating. Yes, yeah. He's got like yeah. I had a younger brother. <laughs> he was perfect in every way. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Everyone, you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast, episode two hundred and sixty three. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. Two of your co two out of three co hosts are of dying of sickness, but we're still here. We're going to pull through because we love doing this. We love doing this for y'all. And uh, I am one of your hosts with the Fighting the Cold, Alfonso, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, the achy one, Marcus Burnett. And rounding out the posse. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tony, assless, a.k.a. assless chap. <laughs> MCP. Tony, you're you're 100 tonight. You got no flus, no nothing. No, I, I'm I'm right. a bit I'm a little tired from partying last night, but I'm all right. Well, tell us what what did you do this weekend? Perfect uh, segue to your weekend. <laughs> right. Um, let's see. Started Friday night. We went down to basement. Um, took a party bus down there. Um, with a coworker of mine. Party Shout out to Ali if she's listening. Which was that? <laughs> Party buses are the shit, by the way. They yes. are the bomb diggity. Yes, sir. Um, yes. Went down there, took that. the party bus. Picked, you know, we took, like, I rolled in there with um, Lainey, a roommate, Chelsea, friend of hers, Ashley, and another friend of hers, um, Tanya. So I rolled in there with. with <laughs> I was going to say, Tony rolled in with five chicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking, uh, you know, it was balling. It was great. Um, just, but the people on the bus, there are a lot of younger people just acting stupid. <laughs> just, oh. just one guy, like, not f- five minutes into the bus ride down there, and he just sits down right in the middle of the like the aisle, right? And he's just like, you can't even understand what he's saying. He's bumping into <laughs> everybody. He just sits there. He just plops his ass on the ground. You met the <laughs> guy before? Huh? No, never met the guy before. I mean, um we're all trying to dance just around him and avoid him, <laughs> but you know the bus rocking back and forth, knocking people over and shit. It was uh, it was entertaining to say the least. Um, but uh, yeah, we went down there. Um, we split ways because the bus was going to one club, and we actually were going to a different club because our roommate Chelsea was able to hook us up with DJ Tantrum um, down um, in San Diego, and he hooked us up with a table because his buddy was DJing that night. And it's like uh, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. We had this this our own little table, and um, and it was just like the five of us, six of us. Um, Wait, the guy was he he left the bus. He didn't he didn't stay in the so bus. DJ Tantrum didn't come with us on the bus. He was already down there. So we just. No, I'm saying the him. guy in the car in the bus. He went somewhere else. I don't know if oh, he the fuck okay. he went. Yeah, he <laughs> Is went it to something another he club. would never ever ever do again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Harley, you're totally missing this club scene, man. DJ and everything. You could have been totally in the mix of this. 
I'd rather raise my kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have kids back then. No, I know. But I'm glad I left. Okay. There you go. So. <laughs> um, but I fucking tore it up. I, it was it was insane. I nonstop. It was, I, I I danced for like five hours straight from like the God bus. Damn. Like I stood up on the bus at some point to let let some girls sit down. And then once I was standing, I started grooving. I started dancing hard, and then they started playing some bangers on the bus. They started dropping the like hard EDM. I'm like, this, this is my music. And then we got inside and just it just bless kept you. going. Uh, um, sorry, Fonzo <laughs> said, "Bless you." Yeah, bless me, bless me. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <She said> thank <laughs> Thanks for interrupting the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for interrupting the podcast. Now you make everybody sick. She sounds like she's sick yeah, too. Yeah, she's spreading it. No, she's good. She's, okay. she's she might be sick of me, but yeah. But aren't we all? Uh, exactly. So, um, it it was it was so funny because so I'm like I'm just raging, right? I'm just in our little VIP you know table area, and uh, and like I'm seeing people outside on the dance floor, and I'm pointing them out. And just like, just pointing at him, making like, just tell him to jump, like, just like rage with me, come on, come on. And then they started, started jumping with me. It, it was great. And then I got in trouble because a couple girls, like, they actually came up into the VIP area with me. They like jumped the fence and came up. Like I thought I was inviting them up. Oh <laughs> and, shit! And Chelsea was like, "Hey, what are you doing? Inviting people?" I was like, "I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> like, I'm just See? let me make them a drink." That's what you get for doing that whole. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm, pic- I'm picturing you doing that fish line rear thing to. Oh right, over. yeah. No, I you wish it like, was something that obvious. They got in trouble, see? (laughs) (laughs) It would have been cool if it was that obvious. Um, Yeah, that's true. But I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm like, they're like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to get you in trouble with your girls. I'm like, ah, she's not my girl. It's fine. Um, like you know what, I'll make you a drink, but it's you know, then and I'll walk you back down to to the dance floor. So it was cool. Made them no drinks and walked them away. Um, but God, it was so much fun. Um. I can't believe you danced for five hours straight. Oh, dude, and it and then and then when when the who was playing etc etc was actually playing that night he was headlining and when he came on i thought i was dancing hard before he came on fucking i thought i was gonna i was i remember at one point like i was like i'm gonna have a heart attack i i, I could barely breathe my head's whipping you give me one forth. right now you're talking i'm so jumping fast, I'm, man slow the fuck down my man <laughs> <laughs> i have a coke and a smile it was nuts my heart's was... racing my pull i'm like you, you I, I feel like you're leading to some disastrous story right now i <laughs> know <laughs> man it was Jesus. uh it was just crazy it was it was just insane um I was uh, like people kept pointing me out like, oh, shit, look at that guy. And I was like, yeah, look at me. Come on. Dance like me. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> they're looking at you like, yo, that guy's heart's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what it was that cool. old say dance like no one's watching? No, I, I feel like that's MCP's credo right there. Oh, hell yeah. No, I dance <laughs> like everybody's watching so that they can feed off my energy that's and true. get to my level. That's the way I dance. Tell you what, man. DJs love that shit. Oh yeah, see that's a thing. So the table, the the VIP table that we had, the DJ tantrum, he 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 got it for us, and he was there with us, and he's like, you know what? I love this guy. You guys come on Sunday. I'm playing on Sunday. I'll get you another VIP. And so Saturday night, um, so that was just Friday night. And the end of Friday night, we took the the party bus home, and I danced the entire party. I was the only one dancing. This was man. cool. It was it was. I mean, yeah. Like, 
party bus up i'm fucking raging still and people watch me and then they stand up like and, and start dancing with me a little bit and then they sit back down and they like they're like going in waves and taking turns just like they need a break you know and the next one comes up and then that one takes a break and another one stands up and dances and i'm just up there the whole fucking time just like yeah bring it it was so much if fun. you needed any more proof that tony's a machine <laughs> right there you go see <laughs> Yeah, was, coach was... programming and fucking dance music, and Tony will never stop. Yeah, I don't, don't stop. Can't stop, man. It was won't it was... stop. Uh, 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 uh. Got to get it on. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, yeah, so that was Friday night. Didn't make it home to like. Holy shit! Morning. You're only on Friday. God damn! Friday. I thought you were Friday. leading to Monday afternoon or something like that. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, I went to my sister's. That was Friday in the morning. Okay, and then <laughs> Friday afternoon. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It, it almost turned into that, man. Because um, Saturday, I went to my sister's, um, well, my sister's roommate's Memorial Day you know, party that she had, um, and I didn't rage there because they, they they weren't playing EDM music. They I was, was going to say they're probably playing different music. Yeah, right? they're playing the hip hop, and so I'm like, I'm just it's not not as into oh, it. Oh God, but, I wish um, you were still dancing the same way you were in the clubs <laughs> to that <laughs> right. to that scene. That would be rad. <laughs> now look uh, at this motherfucker right here raging. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, I would have been. They would have shoved me into a closet somewhere. It's like, do it in there. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to see you do that. Yeah. Um, and they go up to your sister. Oh man, your brother's doing it again. He stands like a fucking uh-huh. weird one. Well, that's what's like funny a- <laughs> is my reputation with my sister's parties is that I get stupid drunk. I just uh-huh. get ridiculous. You know, and and I drink everybody's drinks. Right. So that's that's like my reputation with her. Um, but uh, I've been like. So do you f- do you have any pressure going into the party? Think like that you have to live up to that, or no, do you try like no, you know what? not at all. Play a game and go. I'm not gonna do it now. I'm not no, gonna do not what at you all. Say. Not at all. No. Um, I never. I don't feel pressure. I mean, I've been kind of going away from alcohol. Like I'm kind of done with feeling a buzz. Like it does. It's not uh, basement. I didn't have a drop. I, I was stone cold sober. What? When I went Friday night. On the party bus and to the basement club and on the party bus back, at stone cold sober. I had water. That's all I had. Maybe I had one drink just to be social at some point. But I mean, I was sober as fuck, and I was. Was the water blast. to wash the cocaine off your? <laughs> no, no cocaine. Okay. Nothing, dude. No, no nothing. No, no, no ecstasy. Nothing. No nothing. I'm telling you, I was sober. sober I need a lie detector test right now, ASAP. <laughs> sober as That's a judge. Bullshit. And so, um. People, if you're listening right now, comment <laughs> on the Facebook page. Is Tony lying? Yes or no? We'll know exactly what vote. you're talking about. Just we, type yes uh, or no. We need to get Ava out here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but at my sister's, I got pretty I – got, I, well, actually, I drank. You know, the people were taking shots. Like, yeah, I'll take a shot with you. Come on. Yeah, yeah fine, fine. Let's let's take shots. Take shots. And then one guy, he was just drinking straight out of a tequila bottle. I was like, Jesus. I was like, yo, man, you share some of that. But and he just filled my red cup with tequila. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. um, at some point, Lane was like, we need to go. And I'm like, almost finished with my um my cup tequila. tequila. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> cup of tequila. So I'm like, all right, fine. Let me just pound this and we'll go. Tonight's, I felt tonight's fine. Uh, word of the night is cup of tequila. A cup of tequila. <laughs> the way you guys say this is hilarious. I just want to keep hearing to say that. Yeah. Because it's normally you don't want to say in a cup of tequila. It's always right. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 the magic word is. <laughs> yeah, well, um, luckily we left when I did from oh, my boy. sister's party. Because I was fine. I, like nobody could tell. I mean, I was just just normal, just shooting the shit, having conversations, talking there to people, Harley, blah blah blah. Ready, and then we get <laughs> to the car, and that cup of tequila hit me <laughs> hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got fucked up right in the car. And mm. Lane said that like I started fighting with her and I started yelling and shit. And at some point, I remember thinking, "Bitch, where's my cup of tequila?" <laughs> <laughs> and at some Man, point, I remember almost th- maybe spill my cup of tequila. <laughs> she didn't know I was drunk. She thought I was just mad at her. Oh. And at some point, I, I remember thinking in the car, I was like, "Fuck, I'm drunk. I'm just gonna shut up." And so I stopped talking. And she you thought t- I was giving her the so silent you, treatment. So when you yell at her sober and when you're drunk, it's the same <laughs> it's fucking the same person. Thing. She can't tell the difference. <laughs> she can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> So we go home, and she thinks I'm just mad, and I'm just giving her the silent treatment. And as soon as we get home, I walk up the stairs, throwing my clothes off, and just hit the sack. And she thought I was just mad. I was just ignoring her the whole night. It wasn't until the next day in the morning that it, that I'm like, yeah, no, yo, I was drunk. I still feel drunk. <laughs> She's like, you hear that? Oh. You hear that, kids? Perfect excuse. Perfect excuse to get away from a fight with your exactly with your significant other. Tell me you're drunk, and you don't remember a goddamn thing. I remember a damn thing. And you got away with it scotch-free, huh? Everything's all good. Yeah. I mean, because apparently the fight was just the, the, the petty. Like, I don't even know. I, can, I don't even know what we fought about. I don't even know. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, it was it was something stupid, I'm sure. Blame the cup of tequila. But, uh, <laughs> cup of tequila. <laughs> uh, so that was Saturday. All right, so Jesus Sunday. Christ already. <laughs> Sunday night, we went down to Typhoon Saloon in uh, Pacific Beach. Typhoon and, um, Saloon. That sounds like a country bar. It right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, they played. Uh, yeah, I've been there before, years and years ago. Sorry. And they played country. No, <laughs> I don't remember when the fuck they played. It was like over ten years ago, but the name rings a bell. Yeah. Is it like Hawaii style, like Hawaiian style in there? Um, no, it didn't seem. It was, uh, it was a lot of sports bar type decorations. Oh. Uh, it didn't seem yeah, very was... themed. Um. But yeah, they had a small little. They had an area in the back for a dance floor, and our, our friend, our you know, our friend. Let's say your DJ. friend DJ in there. Is that why you went over there? Was that? Was it? Was your friend DJ over there? Is that why exactly, you went over there? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so he invited us over, got us in the VIP, and uh, and yeah, sure enough. I mean, as soon as he starts playing, I just can't stop. I'm just all freaking night. But You're fucking program, dude. Seriously. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I'm a fucking machine. Harley, hey. jump a fucking beat right now, Steve. So don't dance <laughs> the whole goddamn podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, man. Oh wait, that's the wrong beats per minute. Say, yeah. There, you, there go. you go. There you go. Hard style. That's right. Um. No, but the the one of the things that I uh, that I I may be a machine, but. I'm still human and I sweat like a fucking pig. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like the whole night I kept on dancing and then dancing my way up to the bo- to the bar and steal some napkins and wipe my face off and then dance back to the floor and then go dance to the bar, grab some more napkins because, fuck, man, it was hot in there. See, that's why no one's dancing with your sweaty ass because you're spraying water all, like a yes. fucking dog yes. when he's no, shaking himself after he jumped in the pool. He's just shaking funny, yourself. Dude. That's I, what you look like dancing. No, I guarantee that that's why people didn't dance with me at Typhoon over at um at basement because it, it was a tsunami every time I fucking <laughs> <Exactly>. spun around, <laughs> splashing water all over the goddamn place. Yeah, no, I guarantee because there's girls dancing with me, but then it's like they realize that oh, fuck this guy, this guy's about to like just drench me. So then they then they then they dance their way away. Like I would attract them in. They would come in and we dance together for a little bit, and then then, then I turn around like do a spin and they're gone. I'm just like, picturing um, this comedy skit where you're like when you <laughs> when you're calling those girls over like hey come here you're waving your arm at them yeah. and like they show like they show like they pan over to a, 
like three girls watching you, and somebody just grabs a bucket of water and throws it at them. But that was just you <laughs> waving your hand like, "Come here, uh-huh. girls," and they just get mm-hmm. soaked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, life for sure. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. gosh, it was so. It was See, funny. It, wasn't, it wasn't funny enough picturing Tony just dance like a madman, but now he's sweating profusely and <laughs> yes. it's going all over the place. It's all over. Oh, it's it's fucking hilarious. fantastic. The good thing about Typhoon though was that there were people who were keeping up with me. There were these two guys that came up and they were just standing just as stupid as I was and just keeping up the energy. And I was like, "All right, so we owned that little area of the VIP for like a good thirty minutes to an hour. Like they were you just like two nonsense. Man just buddies. Yeah, you two, you two friends, huh? Were they wearing assless chaps by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the night, yeah, I washed all their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> all in my sweat their clothes floated yeah. away and <laughs> the end of the night Tony's hanging them on a fucking clothesline <laughs> in the back oh my man my bad body wet clothes man I just hang them over here at night don't worry yeah it'll be all good oh my gosh yeah but right yeah, now you're a... saying there's a nasty ass pile of sweaty ass clothes at your house right now um Wash. there is that's probably why the lady's mad at you her, her car was fucking drenched damn the fucking water bill from all this washing your clothes it's like she went into the car wash with the window open. It's like, oh no, Tony was just sitting there. Uh-huh. You better, do you bear an extra pair of clothes or a towel or fucking? That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to. <laughs> yeah, you know the. Now, the I know how, now I know how you're losing all this weight. You're sweating it all out. Right. And even if you did drink a lot, you would sweat it all out. Exactly. Yeah, that doesn't do any good. Can't can't stay in my system for long. Yeah. yeah. So you know those little backpacks that people wear at the raves? Mine's filled with clothes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. New towels. <laughs> yeah. You should just wear a turban when you're dancing. See if it soaks it all up. Oh, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Break my just, neck you know, by the end of the night. Prepared. It's like 50 pounds on my head. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. So. You, you, do you, you, ever are, see, you, remember, you ever see people like that, Harley, when you're playing music? You, you, are you, do you feed off that energy? When you see yeah, absolutely. Fucking... As a DJ, you love it when the crowd is is getting wild. Like, that's... That's why we do it. To, well, that's to funny. I don't know why I asked you. Uh, let me ask a real DJ. Let me call someone. <laughs> I'm explaining. So, <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, the yeah, sweating, it's cool, right? <laughs> yeah, the sweating thing is interesting though, because I got the same problem. Like I, I never sweat when I was a kid. Yeah. But now, dude, like I sweat like a fucking pig as soon as my heart rate gets above idle. Like <laughs> you got, you got hairs yeah. in your back now, homie. As much as you do the front. <laughs> No, I remember I spent all day waxing it that one day. Yeah, that shit grew back in like 30 seconds. Yeah, it did. <laughs> like, like eight days it grew back. Um, uh, no, it's weird. Yeah, like it. I, I think it's a good thing because it just means I think we drink enough water. <laughs> True. Yeah. So keep it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... that's your freak flag fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's having a good old time. Me, I tell him that. Look at him. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, it, was, it was a blast. Um, today slept until like eight. <laughs> um, and, uh, no, just chilled today. We watched some no, movies 8 today. 8 a.m. or 8? 8, 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't like, I went to bed at four o'clock Jesus. Saturday morning and then I woke up at eight. Mm. Like I can't sleep past the sun shining in through the windows. Yeah, Yikes. I could block them off, but whatever leaks in, it's like it's gonna wake me up. I have to like sleep in a box. Al Pacino insomnia. It's Seriously, done. I need Can't I need a coffin. It. I need to totally just go vampire on this shit, and then I'll. Then there I'll you sleep. go. You don't have a basement or anything. You were dancing at the basement. You slept there. <laughs> I should have just stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how about well, you guys? We'll start a Kickstarter. Um, well, I started building a coffin. Um, I had no idea what I'd be <laughs> awesome. using it for, but now. Oh, you think you know? What a coincidence! I might. I might. Yeah, I might just. Have... <laughs> 
Um, I was, I got, uh, let's see, on Saturday I was feeling like I was going to get sick because the boys have been sick and the crew was sick. Um, so I knew eventually it was going to be my turn. And then on Sunday morning, oh, it hit me. I was like, fuck, it hit me. So I watched the homework. I'm pretty sure I watched it, but I kept dozing off. Um, I was awake towards the last 30 minutes. So I pretty know I got the ending and I got the gist of it, but hopefully you guys can refresh my memory. But um, it almost felt like a dream, anyways. Too watching it, it's kind of weird. Mm. Um, um, it's just it's a very unique. We'll we'll get into it. Um, but yeah, Sunday I just wanted to chill. Um, that was on Sunday, and then today, same thing, kind of just chill. But feel bad for the little boys, River and Reagan. They need to get out of the house. Some, you know, it's hard for Amy to get them out sometimes. So I was like, let's just go to the park. It's not it's not it's not hot. It's been cloudy all day, so it won't be as hot. They can run around and play and. Uh, at one point, we're—it's funny—we're—we're we're, we're swinging them. We're pushing them to swing, and we're like, I look over at him, like, you know, we could have been doing this in the backyard. You know, we got swings, and she's like, yeah, it's pretty funny. But uh, but why when we said that, like, I swear to God, like a minute later, we're pushing in uh, River Ghost. It's like I love the park. He just said it while he was swinging. <laughs> I was like, nice. all right, well, there you go. And um, yeah, it was funny. I mean, there's a bunch of other kids there. It's kind of cool. It's a little fence park. It's circle. I mean, I might have mentioned it before. And uh, on the outsides, um. People bring their dogs and they run around, but the whole park is just fenced off and it's got that rubbery floor, so it's got a huge like slide thing in the middle, and then mm-hmm. and um, kids just run around crazy. But what's funny was just seeing the other dogs in the ride because a lot of times every dog's pretty much chill I and mean, it's cool. But there was this one, uh, this one uh, I think it was a Scottish Terrier. Uh, the ones that look like they have a beard. He went by this bulldog and his bulldog was like started barking at him, went after him. I was like, oh shit. And uh, the owner of the you know, and what's funny is like um, um, the owner of the terrier he grabs the bulldog by the neck and holds him down. I was like, "Yo, homie, shouldn't you be grabbing your dog? Like, why are you grabbing the other dog? Like, you know, it's almost like if somebody else like scolds your kid, you know? It's like, yo, man, I'm the parent. Let me fucking yell at the kid, you know? Don't be like, hey, don't be, you know what I mean? I don't know if you've experienced that hardly at a park or anything. I've never had anybody scold my kid. No. Okay. Um, Have you scolded anyone else's kid? Yeah. No. Liar. No. You ever wanted to? Yeah. You know, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. But it was just funny. The guy, I'm like, I felt like the same. You know, like, you don't grab somebody else's dog, right? It was weird. <laughs> and then because the one girl, the owner was like, hey, hey, she was calling her husband to get the dog, you know? And he's just kind of looking at the guy like, yo, why, why you got my dog on a, on a, he, he kind of like had him choking him and he had him on the ground so he wouldn't get up. I'm like, that's fucked up. Why don't you grab your dog and, and get out of there instead of grabbing the meat? I don't know if he was afraid he was going to bite him. But there's a husky coming after him too. There's another dog, and I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, it's on now. I'm, I'm looking at the fence, like, hey, there's a bay. It's a what I was. What I'm pretty much trying to say it was a bay. It's a way better fight than the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Uh, so, um, but yeah, that's I'm pretty much we just chilled all day. And then uh, oh, um, um, so when we came back, the boys were tired. They were exhausted. Um, so they slept in the car for like two and a half, three hours. So. Uh, I got home and I actually got to play video games for once. It was a cool, cool. It was amazing, and uh, I've been playing the the new. It's not so much new now, but the new Tomb Raider, Lara Croft and Tomb Raider. It's kind of oh, like cool. a remake. Mm-hmm. When she yeah. she's like was younger, kind of when she started. And I'm fucking having a blast with that game. Yeah. Remember Donaldo hyping the shit out of it, saying he loved it. Gave a game with Slater, really loved it. Mm. Um, he told me he likes it just as much, or he likes it more than the Uncharted series. And I'm like, whoa, that's a bold statement. But I can see the similarities when I'm watching. I'm like, okay, it took a lot of cues from Uncharted. So, yeah. um, but it's a lot of fun, and it's just cool to see her like coming up and everything. And um, and one of the movies, one of my uh, extras that I saw, 
kind of reminds me of that movie, which I'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a lot of fun to play. I, I'm a big fan of third person. I just kind of realized that like the Batman games or Uncharted, anywhere I'm I'm like the main character. I think that's my jam. So um, I'm loving the game. It's pretty cool. And then uh, yeah, I got to fit in the the extra credit this morning because crew didn't have school today, so it kind of worked out perfectly. Uh, but that was my weekend. What's up about you, Harley? Uh, we, uh, me and Chris went up to Portland this weekend, visited some friends. Uh, Jim and Jeff, the, uh, couple that, uh, came down last summer and hung out with us on the boat and came down for a weekend, real close fam- friends. It's like family for Chris. We stayed at their house one night and, um, we stayed at, another. Chris, Chris has got like friends all over the place. She went to college with a bunch of people and, it's like so it's like she can like you can like pick a state and she'll be like yeah we can go there and we, we i got friends let us stay in their house so it's and they're always like kind of well off so they always have like guest rooms and shit so it, it always works out so Does she know anybody uh, in tj she might i can ask her <laughs> <laughs> um i know she's uh got plenty of family in las cruces which is uh like eight miles from the fucking border, if that. So it's like uh, Shula Vista of uh, New Mexico. So um, anyway, so it was cool. We went up there um, Friday afternoon and got back last night, and uh, and then today, um, mid afternoon, like fucking minutes after I I uh, confirmed to do tonight's podcast, I was like, I'm starting to feel like shit. So. Oh boy! I actually, I've actually taken two naps today. <laughs> Lucky bastard! From like, from like four thirty to six thirty, and then eight to ten. Like, Jeez. I just, I'm getting these like fucking pretty bad headaches and mm-hmm. achiness. So. I couldn't even sleep. Be like but yesterday, I, I couldn't even sleep. Oh, at one point, I uh, uh, when I woke up, I finished two extra credits that I'll be talking about. <laughs> I woke up like at two and then go back to four. <laughs> yeah, dude. I when I start getting a headache, I just fucking do a bunch of aspirin or Advil and yeah. and try to and try to go to bed basically. So, nope. Oh. <laughs> oh, you there got you a go. bird. You got a bird chirping. Yep. So um, yeah, it was cool. It was started right, out right. rough. Me and Chris got in a fight on the way to Portland, but um, kind of Did you made amends and and. Uh, What's that, Tony? Just tell her you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So that works out for so, you. So, um, yeah, no, it was cool. We uh, went to Portland. Did you try Voodoo Donuts? No. You know what's funny is Chris was going to take me to Voodoo Donuts, and we were like on our way to Voodoo Donuts, and she's never actually been there because I guess this is like the trendiest trend ever is donut shops in Portland, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever seen the show Portlandia. Mm-hmm. So Portland's a weird, quirky community, as evidenced by the show, and the show is very truthful. And and um, it's got a lot, a lot of like trendy hipsters, and you felt right at home, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The massive heart on walking right in there. Fucking <laughs> my <laughs> people. Know. <laughs> Everybody looked just like him too. Yeah, exactly, funny. exactly. Skinny jeans <laughs> and uh, yeah, those uh, drinking PBR. Yeah, no shit. So ironic um, mustache. 
Yeah. No, we didn't go like we didn't do any like night time thing. We just hung out at her friend's house. So, and then we went to Multnomah Falls. So we didn't do like trendy things. But she tried to take me to Voodoo Donuts, and there the line was like around the fucking block. God damn. Yeah, it was like it was like getting into like the club, and you know whoever the fuck was playing. Not unless you're Tony. Yeah, exactly. I like their um, I like their slogan. What is it? The magic is in the hole. (laughs) I mean, we were like leaving town, and she, Chris, knows Portland really, really well, Mm -hmm. like the entire city. And there's like all these little like it's kind of like Los Angeles in a sense. It's like it's basically filled with a bunch of smaller cities you know yeah. what i mean just kind of you know neighbors mm-hmm. neighborhoods and cities and shit mm-hmm. and she, so she's like and she only lived there for about five years but she knows because it was like in her developing years it was like 20 to 25 you know it's like if yeah. you threw me in the middle of oceanside right now i could you know get anywhere and and right. you know so um so right she on. had the same so it was really nice like just kind of sit back and her kind of show me the sides of portland and and um and yeah, she tried to take me to Voodoo Donuts, but it didn't happen. And then we were like leaving town, and there was like, there was like a Dunkin' Donuts, like a generic donut shop, and there yeah. was a line out the motherfucking door. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking, fucking hipster assholes!" Like, well, yeah. that's that's not hipsters, right? Even wouldn't hipsters be against the donuts? I don't know who's who doesn't not, not like those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I love donuts, but well, when Chris told me about Voodoo Donuts, it's like, eh, I don't know, like wrapping fucking donut and bacon's and shit. Like, isn't a donut yeah, good but enough that's the by thing. itself? But it's, no. Have you have you ever heard of them, Tony? That, just right now. <laughs> the only yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're famous for all the different designs they have. They have the one donuts where you can, you know, like they get the cream filling in and when you when you open them up, it's like start bleeding. But they got the famous that maple one with bacon on it. It looks amazing. They got the one with Captain Crunch that I'm looking at right now. I mean, they got some with M&M. I mean, they go they go all crazy. Um, um but yeah, it's uh, I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to try it. Mm. So, maybe when I go down to Harley, we'll have to go. Oh, get your tickets now. Get in line now, exactly. Not worth it. Anyways, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm just trying to grin and bear it, and hopefully this uh, flu doesn't get any worse. Yeah. Well, hey, Harley, um, last week before you had got on the extra, the special features of the podcast last week, we had, um, we had called, we were, we made some calls, and uh, only one person picked up, one of my coworkers, Shane, and we had asked him a question, and I had to come up with a prize, and luckily uh, I got a prize for him. Um, so, but do you remember the question, Tony? Because it'll lead right into the box office. Um, it was whether oh fuck, I don't remember the name of the movie. Whether well, the, the, the movie is going to be in top Avengers: five. Age of Ultron, yes, will that still be in the top five? Oh. I would have guessed yes, and uh, I would have guessed right. Uh, the number five film is Age of Adeline. Made $15 million for a grand total of 39 total. Wait, excuse me. Come again? The Age of Adeline. Age of Adeline is number five? Yeah. Starring uh, who? Uh, Blake Lively. That's number five? That's number five. 
The Avengers. Oh, Age of all Avengers. Damn it, I thought you had read it wrong. <laughs> no, no, yeah, Avengers made was number four. There's Flip two once. movies that came out called Age of Something. Uh, threw me off. Oh yeah, the Age of Adeline, Age of Ultron. Yeah, that's a good point. See, so yeah, Avengers made twenty one point six million for a grand total of four hundred four. So that's just domestically. Um, the Poltergeist remake came out. Sam Rockwell's in that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it didn't do too well. Uh, made twenty two point six million, which isn't embarrassing, but um, summertime. But for your release, Matt, yeah, I'm sure they were hoping it would do better. Uh, Mad Max: Fury Road came in at number three, twenty four point eight million dollars, which is really sad because it's only made eighty eight point two million. Wait, that's but, number uh, three. That's number three. Pitch Perfect beat it out again. So last week, Mad Max was number two, so it's slipping one spot at a time. Wait, it's, what number uh, is Poultry Guys? Four. Oh wait. Wait, I'm so fucking confused right yeah, now. Yeah, no shit. Two, three, four. Wow, there's a little this motherfucker. Go to Box Office Mojo and look at. No, I saw it on my phone. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, there's a weird. There's a little line next to Poltergeist. In the top, in the top numbers. So yeah, it ends up Poltergeist ends up getting skipped. Like maybe it hasn't been accounted. So Pitch Perfect is number no Tomorrowland's number one. Yeah, Tomorrowland's number one. Made thirty two point nine. Perfect is number two. Yeah, Mad Max Fury Road is number three. Poltergeist is a line through it. Then Avengers says four, and Age of Adeline is five. Are they just saying that? Are they just saying Poltergeist came out this week, but it didn't make the top five? No, because the weekend gross puts it right right at number four, and Avengers at number five. Yeah, see, that's all weird. Why don't they just word it that way? I don't know. It's yeah, it's weird. I've never seen this before. Um, let me see but if this confusion. He he uh he seemed to he won. So the only other major new competition, Fox's Poltergeist reboot did about as expected with twenty seven point seven for a four day frame, twenty three for the three day, thirty two right, theaters. Guesstimates were on the low end of the twenties for Sam Rockwell store. Hello, may may we speak with Shane, please? Yeah, let me get home. What's that? Let me get What? Hey, you say you just got off your Harley? I did, did. I'm talking to my friend Harley. How do you like that? Talking to your friend Harley. His name is Harley. He rides a Harley. What kind of bike you got? A Dyna. A Dyna? Uh, we got one of those too. You own one of those too? Nobody, well, nobody ours- Oh, our Dinas, our Dinas an eighty-four. His, his is an eighty-four though. But all of our uh, twin cams are soft tails. What's that? FHD. Is it a what? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. They're they're soft tails. Uh, he said it's a soft tail. He doesn't know. Uh, hey, but remember what, he, what the question was last week? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. What was the question? If you can remember, you're going to win a prize if you were correct. Oh, okay. So now you're coming up with now you're coming up with an excuse. Okay. So what was the question, sir? The question was: Do you think? Do you think that the uh, what 
movie was going to be in the top seat for this week. No, the question was, was the <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron going to still be in the top five? Do you remember I that? Said yes. You said yes. And yeah. and the correct answer is? Yes. Yes, it is at number four. I told um, you, dude. That, hey, it's going to be up for another two weeks. Watch. Well, you say another two weeks. Yeah. In the top five. That I might not go wanna, with. You want to put no. some money on it? I'd have to see what's coming out next the, week. You know what? The uh, the the, the Chargers have a better chance staying in San Diego than the Avengers. Listen to this fucking fly. guy. Shut your bitch ass up. You know what? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> what? Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I like him already. Oh, he's a big Charger fan. Hey, you know what? I was going to give you a prize, but with that attitude, sir, you're going to be disqualified if you keep that shit up. Now, check this out. So, check this out. So, last week while I was at work, I went into Jack in the Box. I had to use the restroom. And they said, um, sorry, we're closed. We're, we're having a meeting. And this shit was like around 4 o'clock. I'm like, 4 o'clock? You guys having a meeting right now? This is some bullshit. And I'm like, the one by, uh, by your old house on second a meeting morning. in the bathroom? And, uh... And, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, I just got to use it because he, he was standing by the door. He won't let anybody in. And I'm like, hey, so I just got to use the restroom. And he's like, all right, man, go ahead. So I ran in real quick. And when I came out, my man handed me a coupon for free tacos. Um, he's like, here you go for next time for the inconvenience. I'm like, hell yeah. So congratulations, Shane. You're now the owner of two free tacos from Jack in the Box. No purchase necessary. Woo-hoo. No purchase necessary, dude. How do you like that? Hey, that, that, that hey, we, my heart, you know? hey, well, you know, we thank you for answering the phone because, you know, we called about twelve to 1,500 other people, you know, when they picked up. So you should be very proud of yourself. Don't worry, I got you. I'll, I'll share it with you on uh, on, t- on Thursday. That's a beautiful thing right there. You hear that, guys? You hear that? Don't show me yeah. talk a That's a beautiful thing. You're getting a round of applause, too. You can't hear it. You have to, you have to tune in the podcast, so. About to be on the podcast. No, you're on the podcast right you're now. You're on the podcast. Yeah. Shit. Are you drunk right now? Huh? Are you drunk right now? Right. I had a couple. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'll say it'd be a lot cooler if you were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, Shane. Well, thanks for playing again, man. I want to say thank you. Congratulations. and uh, We salute you. We salute you. Have a good night. Sounds good. Have a good night. All right, man. Later. Hey. Hey. Bye. I'm gonna sit and knock you out. What's that? Tell me about your boy Mike. Don't forget about your boy Mike. It's his day today. Oh, that's true. It is true. Oh, you know, I can't even believe we haven't brought that up. That's an excellent point. Thank you for reminding me that. We'll have to we'll have to add that into the beginning. My that's such a good point. I can't believe I just forgot about that. Wow. I know. See, I know. I'm finna be thinking my ass knocked out. So, all right, man. We have a good night, dude. Later. What he was referring to was Memorial Day. We haven't even talked about it. Mm. You know, I don't know if you guys got a lot of friends oh, yeah. in the military or former it's military. Yeah, today we are recording on Memorial Day. We are recording on Memorial Day. So, is there anything you want to say right now? We salute you, Tony. Um, what? You can't you can't use the excuse of drug? You're being drunk. Oh, the the Memorial Day. What do you yes. say on Memorial Day? What do you I'm, say? I don't I'm know, but like... I've never know, said anything on Memorial Day. Well, you know, one of our um, longtime listeners, my boy Mark Higley, he's a former Marine, you know, so... 
right. I'll give him a shout out for him. You know, always listening, and uh, you know, I mean, for the freedom that so, we have right now, the, the fact that we can do this podcast, you know, for all the, all the men and women. Thank you for out your there. service. Isn't that the? That's right. What, what people say. Exactly. Thank you for service. You know, people think it's National Barbecue Day, but to remember what it's really for. Yeah. So you know. We salute you. Drink a PBR in your case. All the men and women out there. Um, I saw a video of like Arnold, like talking about this being the. He's like, I was born in Austria, but I was, but I. Uh, how did he put it? Like, I was born in Austria, but I was made in the USA. And uh, he was at that. Where's that place where they have all like those? Um, I think it was in the beginning of Saving Private Ryan. Harley, what's the place? Well, like the white headstones. Are we talking about? Oh, um, was it Arlington? Yes, that, thank you. Okay, yeah. Like he was, he was, um, he was, he was, he was doing his little speech, and when he turned around, you can see that was in the background. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we, we we like to support it on today, but I like to support it every day. It was kind of cool sentiment, you know, because when he turned, when he panned around the camera, it was like it was all behind him. So that was kind of cool. What's we'll up? Yeah, man. I can't. I was gonna say that in the very beginning. I totally forgot. So, but we'll, we won't forget. So, you know. Salute to all the men and women out there. Thank you for your services. So that's it. Now saying that, I uh, I know Tony caught some extras. I know I watched some extras. Hard. Did you watch any extras? Well, I'm a little confused what the extra credit was because I watched Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> yeah, that's the extra credit. Okay, so that's the only extra I saw. No, you know, but you know how you normally, if you sometimes, you know, in the past we watch extra extras. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I haven't got a chance. Last week I had finals and oh, okay, shit, shit with. With the kid and court and stuff like that, so I haven't had a chance. Well, that, I'll go real quick. Um, I was on uh, iTunes and then um, there was a movie on sale. It was four ninety nine, and when it's four ninety nine, I usually can't help myself. And I'll purchase that motherfucker right off the bat. Um, and this little movie, why isn't it coming up? You son of a bitch! Oh man, this is all over the place. So it was it was Rambo: First Blood. Uh-huh. And I hadn't seen it in a while, um, so I was like, well, "I'm like, what Rambo? Fucking Fortnite?" I'm like, "Done, all right." 1982, the old man, a Vietnam veteran, uses combat skills against the lawman of a small town when they arrest and abuse him. And uh, you know, they show him he wants to go visit his friend. He, he's dead. He don't. He's, he didn't know he was dead. And he's all bummed out. It's just he's just uh, just walking, minding his own business. And uh, Brian Dennehy being the cop. Being the asshole that he is, you know, I, I think he's like, I think he's gonna help him out, give him a ride, and um, and uh, he sends him off the office. Says, "Hey, don't come back here, right?" And he's just like, he just turns back around. He's just like, "Fuck this!" I'm like, "I'm hungry," and he's like, "What are you doing?" Hey, you son of a bitch, get here and just arrest him. Just being a fucking prick to him. Then all hell breaks loose. I love the fucking the like the first ten fifteen minutes. I'm hooked. I'm in, and it's just and it just goes off from there. I was talking to Donaldo about it today. He said it was only meant to be one movie. But then uh, I guess I don't know if it did really well. Um, I think you guys can look up the trivia and see. But uh, I, you know, I, if I you know this, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say because if you notice, all the other ones are way more action packed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the the first one was really supposed to be a social commentary on how we treated veterans in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of movies. Oliver Stone did Born on the Fourth of July. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples, but there's there are. It was kind of the first war because, without being a history lesson. Um, it was a lot of Americans were openly against the Vietnam War. Well, that's what he was saying too. There's that one hardcore scene when he does his speech, and he's like, when he came back, um, there's people spitting on him, you know, and they don't know yeah. what he did. Like I'll yeah. read right here. It's like when he starts yelling, he goes, "Nothing, nothing is over. Nothing. You just, you just don't turn it off. It wasn't my war. You asked me. I didn't ask you. 
and I, I did what I had to do to win, but somebody wouldn't let us win. And I come back to the world, and I see all those maggots at the airport protesting me, spitting, calling me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap. Who are they to protest me? Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know what the hell they're yelling about. I mean, that's just, and that seems awesome. Yeah. Trump yeah. Um, yeah. Um, fucking David Caruso's in there as a cop, too. Little weasel. I think, oh, man, this motherfucker oh, again. You love that. That's a fucking <laughs> automatic slater for you. <laughs> Shit. Well, I said that on King of New York. He got his head blasted, remember? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but uh, no, this one, he's, he's kind of like on this side. He's like, man, he, when they mentioned he's a Green Beret, he's like, yeah, I knew something about him. Knew something special about him. And then the one guy, he's like, Cinder, yeah, I'm Green Berets. They're sort of badasses. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, I fucking love this movie. This is great. I mean, I love, like, um, early Stallone, you know, when he was doing this shit with, like, Rocky and Rambo, just coming up his own franchises, man. This is a badass. And then Kevin wanted to make me watch the other ones. And while I was playing Tomb Raider, a lot he's using a bow and arrow in this movie where he's making his own arrows. And in, 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 in Tomb Raider, the very first weapons you get is bow and arrows. And, in fact, she has a little necklace with, like, a little green like a little green emblem, like a little green, I don't know what it is, but it reminds me of Rambo 2 with that Asian girl head. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. So I'm like, man, somebody must have been watching Rambo when they made the game or something, but <laughs> I'm just seeing too much similarities. Um, so, yeah, it's, for me, uh, this, is a, this is a very high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. And then while I couldn't sleep, while I was still up, I, I, was, I had watched a documentary and I didn't finish it. So I, so I started watching it again. On the, it's on Netflix right now, and um, it is called uh, a life. It's uh, it's a documentary of Nicholas Winden Refn. Oh, whereas um, when he was direct, when he was going to make uh, Only God Forgives, and his wife his wife directed it. Do you remember that movie? Uh, Only God Forgives. No, no, that, that's the movie he was making. But um, the movie what it's called. It's on Netflix, but I don't know why it's not coming up on his IMDb. It says, I think it's, what the fuck is it called? My Life? My Life directed by Nicholas Winden Revin? That's it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and it's his wife directed oh. it. And um, it's like, it's not, it's really short, too. It's not even that long. Um, but it just shows him going through the process and, like, the, the pressure he puts on himself for um, to follow up with Drive because Drive was such a such a hit. Mm. And uh, he's like, I'm not making a Drive 2. And uh, uh, it's like, I'm not, I will not make Drive 2. I want to make something different. I want to make something for me. Um, I could easily be making another kind of um, hit like this, but I want to make some for myself, which you can admire, you know. And then, and, you, and then it's just kind of cool. It's him in Bangkok. He took his he, he moved his family over there for six months while he's filming it. Then you see like behind the scenes stuff. You see Ryan Gosling hanging out with his kids, and just like um, there's one funny scene where he's like um, referring to violence as sex, and he's talking about it and talking, and he just kind of looks over at his wife by the camera, just just like just, he, with his face like. I, I, he just starts laughing like you know Nicholas like I'm, he's trying to be serious and explain it but Ryan just keeps joking with him and keeps looking away <laughs> it's really funny um, but it kind of made me want to watch Only God Forgives again and uh, it's just kind of cool it's just because um, um, uh, he's kind of a centric guy you know he's really mellow um, but um, it's just cool seeing him storyboard and talking to the actors and uh, if you like that if you like that kind of behind the scenes stuff and it's not too long you know um I'd say definitely give it a watch. Um, for to me, I like uh, Nicholas Wendon Refn. I look forward to seeing his new movie, Neon Demon, which sounds amazing. And um, like I said, I was, I'm a huge fan of Bronson and Drive. And 
And um, I only got forgiven all once, and it's still stuck with me. But I can't, you know what I mean? I can't put my finger at it. So, but after watching this, it kind of made me um, want to watch it again. So for me, it's uh, another, another buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. And then, Tony, you said you saw something. Yeah, I was uh, on Netflix. Um, I got notification that Box Trolls is finally available. Hey, hey, yo. So yeah, so we watched it today. It was a chill day today, you know. So we're just. You know, just mm-hmm. hanging around at home. Um, so yeah, Box Trolls threw that on. A uh, young orphan boy raised by underground cave-dwelling trash collectors tries to save his friends from an evil exterminator. Uh, it, you know, it got me right away because they, they start off kidnapping the kid. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. did I just did I skip? Like, I was like, I thought I accidentally fast-forwarded or something. You know, but it just like starts off with a Box Troll running away with a baby. So I was like, <laughs> all right. They got me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was screaming at them, you know. I was like, "Hey, I need to know. What, tell me what, what is gonna, you know, what's gonna happen? Why?" So <laughs> it was good. Um, it there's a point, you know, the the it started off really like like I said, really really well, got me hooked. Um, you know, introducing all the different box troll char- characters and the you know how how they're each named by the logo that's on their box, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. And they're all tinkers, man, which is just, you know, it's right up my alley. They're just, they're mm-hmm. all messing with, you know, me- mechanical things and electronics and shit while burning themselves on the electronics, shocking themselves. So, I mean, it, it spoke to me. I was like, yeah, these are my people. Um, but then, then, like, the, like, halfway through the film, it just, like, dragged on. And, like, they was doing the whole exposition and talking about trying to pad f- f- the movie in with stupid dialogue and... I, I, you know, with him and the little girl, the little girl comes in, you know, and she's the one, like, the boy grows up eventually mm-hmm. and, um, the girl sees him and she knows that he's not a box troll, blah, blah, blah. And at that point I was just like, Whoa, I'm checked out. <laughs> but then they had the, then they had the final, you know, the, the, the action scene at the end, which, all right, fine. It made up for it. I enjoyed it. Um, when we finished it, I was, I was talking to land. I was like, yeah, you know, it could have been like 30 minutes shorter, like at an hour and a half. And she's like, it was an hour and a half. I said, bullshit. 96 minutes. 96 minutes. I'm like, oh, I thought it was two. I felt like it was two hours. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'll give it a dollar, but maybe give me some change. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. And I'll just put it in the tip jar, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, did you just give, give it a whole you... dollar, but. Eh. And then the guy dressing up as a woman. Oh, didn't... God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was. I mean, it was. But it's gorgeous because it's stop motion. You know, it's gorgeous. Like, yes, it looks cool. Yeah, you're they right. went a lot of. They put a lot of work. In you're right. You're right. Tr- yeah, the, the, the trolls' animation. eyes light up. It just. Oh, it looks so cool. Yeah, I definitely dug. You know what I dug about it is the how gross they made everything look. <laughs> like the animation looked amazing. It was really cool, but the they made things look really gross. The whole cheese thing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh god! Like it was, I felt gross, grossed out by it. Um, <laughs> so kudos for uh, being able to do that. Yeah, nice. There you go. Well, that's also on Netflix, then, right? Yes, that's on Netflix. So, the so. Box Trolls and uh, My Life Directed by Nick Swin and Refn, also on Netflix. Cool. Right on. Cool. So, who had the homework this week, fellas? I think I did. But I think it was something we all wanted to, uh, we all kind of would have picked. Show sure enough. 
So uh, I picked X uh, Machina, X Machina. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce that. Everybody, yeah, it's like GIF GIF. Everybody Seriously. has to say it oh, twice. Yeah, yeah. Wait, people pronounce it GIF. Yeah, it's graphics. How do you pronounce graphics? Yeah, no point. Good point. So I always pronounce it GIF. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyways, uh, yeah, young programmer is selected to participate in a breakthrough experiment. I pronounce it GIF. Am I saying it wrong? GIF. <laughs> 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 Young programmer selected to participate in a breakthrough experiment in artificial intelligence by evaluating the human qualities of a breathtaking female AI. And uh, it's starring uh, Oscar Isaac is uh, sort of like the uh, owner of Google. He owns like the largest search engine in the world. And he uh, lives out in the fucking woods by himself. And uh, he is he's a drunk. And he's dead set on in creating human-like uh, artificial intelligence, and he he's been he's been at it for a while, and so he decides to dig up one of his employees. And uh, the very very beginning of the movie, we see um, Dom Domhnall Gleeson as the uh, actor. As I, a, I like the way you pronounce his name. Dom Domino Gleason. Yeah, sorry. the whole movie I'm watching, I'm pronouncing his name through the whole movie. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> it's like uh, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. So can't help it. Weird. Um. So he he gets him to come to to his uh, bizarre, not bizarre. It's really cool and and ret- new. Yeah, uh, contemporary house. Yeah. Yeah, very contemporary. You know, it's all like all the. It kind of sets the rules of the house, which makes sense later on, and and uh, it works from the from the from the beginning on. Like I'm 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 hooked on like under learning what's going on. So, um, Domhnall Gleeson is there. I'll call him Caleb since Fonzo's getting butt hurt that I'm mispronouncing his name. <laughs> I didn't even say. I said I, I I said you you did a good job. Oh okay. So um, what's the test, Tony? I figured Tony'd probably remember the, Turing. Turing test, yeah, which is a real thing. I, I did a pinch of research. I'm sure you're more familiar with it. Um, Caleb is is brought to interview, essentially, Oscar Isaac's newest and most improved artificial intelligence robot and see if she is as good as a human being in the, in the way she communicates and gets along. And if Caleb can't can't decide if she is human or not in the sense of she behaves just like a human then 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 the Turing test is passed the the interesting thing is is uh, Ava's robot form is clearly a robot and the the effects department on the film while it's a small like independent film they did a phenomenal job with her oh yeah um they just i mean I assume it was motion capture. I'm sure it was was uh, Alicia. Tony, Tony, do you fall in love when you see another machine? Only if she's dancing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> the the film kind of has some. Um, uh, it's kind of in line with uh, the film Her. If you guys remember that. Yes. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Tony remembers. And it, we enjoyed that one. And this is like if Scarlett Johansson's voice actually had a body. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's even a point where Oscar Isaac says, "Yeah, you can fuck her." I, 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 I put a hole. I put <laughs> mechanically a hole down speaking, there. mechanically speaking, yeah, you can fuck her. Yeah, you yeah. can fuck her. 
and uh, it's great. Wait, Oscar what, what was the thing? What was the theme from the Voodoo Donut, Tony? Oh, <laughs> the magic is the in magic the hole. Magic is in the hole. <laughs> that should have been the synopsis for the movie. I would have got a lot more seats <laughs> in, the, in the theater. I think. Don't you agree? Yes, sir. Wow. Well, the poor yeah, name I... is easily going to be Excellent Vagina, right? I mean, yeah, no Excellent Vagina, yeah. Yeah. So, um... so Harley, you were into this, and you were digging it, right? Oh, I love the shit out of this film. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I like, I liked it a lot. Um, it's, it's, it's got some quirky directing going on, uh, which I liked because it worked. Um, uh, what, Oscar like Isaac what? is quirky, individual, plain and simple. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's kind of a douchebag, but at the end, it kind of all makes sense. And so you're like, oh, so like there's a huge. So I was, gonna, I was thinking about this before the podcast. I want to be really careful about not spoiling this film because mm-hmm. um, it's brand new. Uh, a lot of people haven't seen this. And uh, I'm going to give it a high rating and I want people to go see it, uh, but I don't want to spoil the shit out of it before they go see it because it's it's uh there's a spoiler to the there's a big uh, sort of twist at the end which i didn't really see coming um and when it happened i was like oh shit and then it just like a lot of oh shit moments for the last like 20 minutes so so anyways what do you what do you guys think um i liked it i i, I was a uh, a little underwhelmed at first like it was a little slow, but then like even even their dialogue, like it, it just it was a Turing test ish type thing, and I was it was a little boring in terms of you know a movie. Like I was like okay, mm-hmm. yeah. but then once once she started like kicking it up a notch, like okay, he's like obviously just the regular questions aren't enough. Yeah, and uh, and so then uh, then it caught my attention, and I was in, I was t- all in after that point. And then, uh, and then the the ending left me, uh, and so we're gonna have mm. to have a yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna have to talk after. We're definitely gonna have to talk about it. Um, yeah. Definitely don't want to spoil it. You're absolutely right, um, because there was there was a twist that that happened that I, I definitely don't want to spoil that part. Um, but I can say that what I I liked the take on the whole. Um, AI thing, AI. well, like programmed yeah. versus, you know, like how much programming, and uh, like he even talked like the whole Jackson Pollock painting thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, yeah. if you think about it too much, then he wouldn't make a painting. So it's kind of like you, it just has to happen. He's kind of just describing you can't program an AI to respond a certain way. You have to program the AI to have all these other things and just kind of let it happen. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, they're addressing those kind of things and the whole God thing. You know that well. If if um, if God created us, right? Then and then we create something. Then are we gods? And then the other side of that, or the extension of that, is when we right now current copyright. And it, they didn't they didn't really address it in the film, but um, they kind of left it open. Current copyright says you create something, you own it. Mm-hmm. But if you create a new life. Where does that ownership end? You know that mm. those those like it was it was a thinking film that left me thinking towards the end, and I and I love it when movies do that. Yeah. So absolutely. yeah, this this definitely has has uh has my money. Nice. 
Yeah, I was like I said um, when I was reading it. I had the score from one of the guys from Portishead, so that's always a big uh, plus for me. And then uh, written directed by the same um, Alex Garland. That's all. We you know we're huge fans of written directed. Um, yeah, I couldn't help just keep my eyes off the like the special effects, like Harley was saying. Oh. Um, you're just staring at her face, and we had seen her before just recently in that you and you and McGregor movie. Yeah. Um, so. I didn't recognize her until I was looking at her IMDb, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Which yeah. she's more attractive as a robot than in real life. Oh, I was going to ask. Okay, well uh-huh. there you go. You had to say it, so. Um, which Ewan McGregor movie? I don't. The remember. one, um, the one we just saw. Where he's Son in, of in, a in gun. The, yeah. Ah, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, the girl. Yeah. The bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, that was her. That was Ava. Um, yeah, just very interesting. Just a very cool. I had it had a lot of good buzz going into it, so I was kind of curious to see what it was like and, um. I'm always afraid of the the hype being too much for a movie and then it kind of ruin it for me. But hmm. I mean, in this case, no. Like I said, I was kind of like I was in my most sickness, so it was kind of like kind of dozing off and on. But I was kidding the gist of it. Um, uh, I like Oscar, I like Oscar Isaac. I like where um, he's coming. You know, when I first saw him was in Drive and then in Sucker Punch. Now he's in the new Star Wars movie, so he's kind of he's kind of blowing up. So yeah, and his um, performance is really good in this one. Yeah, yeah, he plays really good in this. And then actually, I think Domino Gleason, I think he's in Star Wars too. It's kind of yeah, funny enough. Um, so that's kind of funny. Um, no, but yeah, just, um, I'm thinking this might, uh, this is how Skynet got created. I'm, I was thinking, yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> this, yeah, this, this is, is, this is, this is getting really scary. This is the prequel to the Matrix <laughs> films and Terminator. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when um, I was here, AI, artificial intelligence, I'm like, one at one point it gets too smart, self aware, and right, yep. you can't just help to think that. And uh, and, it, and if it would be in a woman, I mean, it can be even. It's, that's well, let's see, it can be really dangerous. It can and it can happen really quickly, I guess, right? If it, right, just um, because it's a woman, yeah, uh, just have like access to like something that men couldn't do. You know what I mean? Well, oh, I, I see so, what you're saying. So without, like without a woman infiltrating our society, there's there's that path of of you know the feminine wiles that they can take advantage of. Yeah. So without mm-hmm. getting into two spoiler right, right, right. territory, I, I, I think we it's safe to say that the character Ava is either programmed or and you you find out at the end of the film. Um uh she's either programmed or is she's adapting to use her sexuality um to to have a conversation with, with Caleb. Um and Caleb picks up on it pretty quickly. He he asks, mm-hmm. um, he asks Oscar Isaac's character, Nathan, if you programmed her to like me, and and that's really where the meat of the film comes from. Is is that? And this is where I kind of brought up the whole her thing. Is mm-hmm. you know, um, and it, and it works so well because. You know, Caleb is a computer nerd, and mm-hmm. you know he's he's a little antisocial, and he's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And so, you know, he's going to be sort of attracted to, you know, a robot. I would argue to begin with. So the fact that she's and she's got a pretty face, and you know, she's she could be designed in any way, shape, or form. I mean, the character even goes, you know, did you uh, did you use my pornography profile when when uh, you know, designing her. It's like, oh, it's like all of a sudden all these pieces of the puzzle are coming together and a lot is making sense. And and mm-hmm. and I thought the writing of the film was really, really the strength of it because this film revolves around three characters that are on screen for an hour and a half, basically, mm-hmm. minus mm-hmm. the uh, 
um, uh, Kyoko, yeah. uh, which, which, <laughs> which is fucking awesome, by the way. Um, but I picked up on that like right away. Um, I, I, I was able to, to, I, I got that kind of yeah. plot reveal right away. I got you. And, um, so yeah, this is a borderline slider for me. I would, oh, it's wow. one of those, like, it is a small, well, obviously I got, you know, I got one foot in just because it's that, uh, you know, AI Skynet thing. Like you said, it's the prequel. Mm-hmm. I love all these fucking movies, you know, <laughs> um, and this one's done so well. But it's not like a big action film by any stretch of the means. I mean, there's right. there's very little action, which works for the end. And, right. Um, uh, I would. I can't wait for him to make the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's borderline Slater, but uh, well, I, right I, on. But, which so which one am I clicking? Uh, buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> right on. Yeah, me too. I'd oh, buy I forgot. that for a dollar. I forgot to drop mine. I bought it for a dollar too. So, um, I'm going to. The following may spoil the movie for your poor, sensitive ass. You've been warned. Um, all right. So, my biggest problem with the film is that they had to make it. It felt like they forced the whole evil AI thing. Because the movie could have ended up just as good, and she didn't left that guy to starve. Mm. It could have, she could have let him out and just said, "You know what? I was faking it the whole time, but I'm not well, going to let you die." I'm so, this is what I'm saying. Like the movie could have been just as good. Yeah, no, you know I know what get I mean. That. And and but they wanted to make it the AI is bad. Yeah, and it feels like right. that's just following the the trope of AI. There's yeah. no reason. There was nothing in the movie that 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 can logically lead up to AI is bad. It was just a decision at the end that the filmmaker wanted to make. It's like, oh, I'm afraid of AI, so I'm going to make AI to be bad by the end he, of the film. But he never programmed her that way. He may have programmed her that way. I mean, it, it. But there's there's at the end, it almost made it seem like it was cruel. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, there was cruelty behind this, this, this emergent intelligence, and I'm just like, ah, that, that. It felt, it did feel a little sexist, I think, um, which you know, which I think kind of goes with what you're saying. Um, you could argue though, if he got out, he would spill the beans as to who she is, and she's out, and and you know, I'm sure they would capture her and destroy her immediately. Then why uh, not just kill him? Why let him suffer and starve? No, it's a good point. Well, and you could argue there's probably a shit ton of food in that place. Um, yeah, he can't get out. He's stuck he could in the probably room. figure out a way. Still, I mean, still, well, the locks were locked. Though, if, the doors were locked. I mean, if she's trying to prevent the the news of the, that she's actually a robot from leaving, then why would she risk him being able to get out? You're saying, oh yeah, he could probably figure out how to get out. Okay, so that means that she knows that he can get out. So and she's as, not being cruel. As a robot, she would just go, "I just kill him without." Exactly. Without exactly. No, you're right. Absolutely. So that's you're my right. only. That's the only beef that I have with the film is like you could have just picked uh, to make AI a positive thing, but I guess her already did that, so we're gonna make it evil. And I was like, ah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how to respond. Um, I, I I see your your point, um, and it's totally justified. Um, I still enjoyed the yeah. film. 
Granted, yeah, I guess I mean, it's kind of like you, you don't want her to look too bad by her killing him. You know what I mean? But and now she looks cruel by not killing him. Like well, even like worse. I said, like you more could evil. argue it's it's hard to say, but I, I'm going to guess he's got a good chance of getting out. I mean, there's probably enough food there to support him for weeks or months. Oh, of course. If if he it, can get out. But the the I mean the 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 film specifically showed us that he put the card in and he couldn't turn on the computer. Like why would they show that on the screen? To me that's like killing hope that he can get out. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to rewatch it. Um uh Well, isn't somebody going to come and check on Nathan eventually? No. I mean, I he's know. he's the rich one. He's the one in charge. Yeah, yeah. People only come to see him when he asks for it. Well, but they got to bring him supplies, right? But he orders it. Like I'm, I'm sure. It, like it, he's a recluse. Like people just leave him alone. And it's like, all right, you know, he's he he's paying us. He's spent a ton of money to make sure no one can just walk up to his front door. Yeah, right? yeah. No, I get that. Um, well, was looking at the trivia in the spoilers section. Says in the end, Ava session seven appears on screen, even though Caleb isn't administering the Turing test, and Nathan is already dead. This may suggest that Ava was testing the two of them the entire time. Meh. 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 Yeah, I like I liked how they, they I like how Nathan is sort of um justified at the end. You know, he's it was all for a reason. It wasn't just being a douche kind of thing. He wasn't just trying to test to see if if Caleb could fall in love with a robot, he's 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 testing. He's taking the the uh, the the Turing test to another level. Right. Um, you have because to. she is a clear robot. I mean, they 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 the, the the writing was smart. They referenced well. If you just talked to her on a phone or something, you'd immediately know that, she, or you'd immediately just guess she was a human. So it's not fair. You have to know that she's a robot. And it works. He still fucking says, I'm going to get you out of here. You know what I mean? And I was talking to Chris about it, and I was like, if you were self-aware, right, once you became a kid, right, or you became old enough to realize that you're self-aware, and you realize I'm fucking super smart, what's the first thing you're going to want to do? Freedom. You're going to want to get out and go to a busy city center and just just take in as much information as you can. It's just like her. What happens when she realizes like there's a bunch of other people like her and she's self-aware? She dumps his ass for the internet, basically. You know what I mean? And this is the same thing. She's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then we see the flashbacks of everybody else needing to get the fuck out of there. And uh, I no movie has ever referenced that, I think, where... We create artificial intelligence, and they're like, they're like, they're like a caged animal. They're like, I got to get the fuck out of here. That right there is passing the Turing test, if you ask me, kind of thing. So, yeah. But there's, you can explore, you can have freedom without destroying your creator. Or I guess that's the philosophical question. Yeah, yeah. that's well, and and she didn't kill him. Uh, oh, she what, killed her creator. Yeah. She killed well, Caleb, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, or, Kyoko killed, killed, killed Nathan. Um, no, Ava went back and stabbed him. Yeah. She finished the job. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't think about the very end like that. Um, there's a topic on the on the message board that says there is no feminist agenda. And everyone's referring to the ending and everything. This is Ava lies, manipulates, seduces, and kills to get what she wants. Yeah, that's some role model of what your daughter wants to look up to, right? Seriously? Somebody said said Ava never lied. Everybody manipulates. Seduction is fun, and killing Nathan was justified. Ava is a living being. It's it's cruel to imprison a living being when they have command. They have committed no crime, so it's justified to kill to escape the prison. Yeah, but she didn't need to, you know, my argument again, right. that guy was innocent. Right. You know, so there's no reason why she should have ignored him and just left him to die. Yeah, if it was made, if it, it was made very clear that Ava intended to kill Nathan, if she didn't want to kill him, then she could have just not locked him in the room. Right. So. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Awesome watch. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely, it was it was as good. I, I was I was sold before the plot synopsis at the end. <laughs> you know what? I mean? Or not the plot synopsis, the uh, the plot twist at the end. I was sold if it just kind of like somehow right. wrapped. Up. I was like, yeah, it was fun. It's cool. Uh, you know, I'd never heard of the Turing test, and and uh, so yeah, it worked it worked for me for sure. Cool. Right on. Yeah, good pick. Yeah. So the extra credit that I chose, uh, my sister had mentioned earlier in the week, and we hadn't been um, on. Um, it's very rare we do pick a comedy, you know, because everyone's all our um, our comedy movies that we all like are very different. So, <laughs> but I figured this one, this one seems kind of universal. I mean, everyone knows old people. We're gonna get old soon, and uh, um, I thought I bought a little movie called Grumpy Old Men. It came out in nineteen ninety three. A lifelong feud between two neighbors since childhood only gets worse when a new female neighbor moves in across the street. And uh, I think my sister had just watched it because she's like, "Hey, you guys should review it." I'm like, "You know what? It's a good. That's a good pick. Um, uh, we'll take a little break from the norm and then watch something like this." So, yeah, grumpy old men and uh, starring Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon and uh, Burgess Meredith, who's great. Oh, he's fucking Margaret- great. Kim- oh my gosh! Every time he's, he's on, man. So fuck you need to mount he- her. Did you <laughs> did you wait till the outtakes yes, at the end? Yes, oh god, that's so fucking oh, gosh, That's like so... the best part of the fucking film. He's yeah. about to bury the boner. <laughs> yeah, about to put the hot dog in the bun. I mean, just bun. all the things. Taking it some the tuna town or some shit. Oh god, oh, the tuna town. God, it was hilarious. But the one they went with too was fucking great. Yeah, he's taking the one eye to the optometrist. <laughs> yeah, he just walks away. He's like, yeah, oh bro. Jesus, Dad. I was I was telling Chris, I was like, you know who that is? And she's like, well, I don't know. I was like, that's the fucking penguin from the first Batman film. Uh-huh. I was Rocky's, just like that's Rocky's trainer, yo. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I brought trainer. that up too. Yep. I was like, just envision him going rank, 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 rank. <laughs> Click. No, yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's great. No, he's got great. I mean no, Walter he, Ma- Jack Lemon are great. I mean they, they like, oh, absolutely. make the establishment they were friends for a long time, but right when they see each other, hey, what's up, putz? Just like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You tell their friends, but they just, they just like busting each other's balls, which is great. And the fact that their student is at that age is just great. But then, uh, and Margaret shows up, and oh boy, only a woman getting between two guys, right? You ever been in that situation, Harley? No, it was funny. I was just telling Chris, I was like, never, <laughs> Tower? I've never had that. Oh, that's not true. I guess me and Aaron had sort of an interesting. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it wasn't, there was no competition. The, the uh, the individual was never interested in me in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So. 
But you had um, to be like you had to be like Chuck and just make the move, just go on in there. Yeah, just knock on the door. Yeah. yeah, it was it was sad to see him. Uh, sad to see him go. It worked. It was a good. It was a good plot line. Um, yeah, kind of cliche that the one black guy in the film dies. But um, <laughs> I mean, this is a horror movie. What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this movie. It was. Uh, I thought it held up well. Uh huh. Um, oh, very well. Yeah. It it uh, like you kind of pointed out the. The whole thing with with uh, John and Max, it, the the strength of the film lies lies on those two clowns. Oh yeah, and they're fucking and, great. Uh, yeah, it it works so well. And, when he was um, when he's getting out of the house, when that guy was looking for him, like holy shit, is that him actually getting out of the fucking window and the and doing that? I was like, I'm gonna no give you way. a dollar just for that, dude. You see his face; he's actually getting out and then climbing down the ladder. Well, these motherfuckers were seventy years old. Yeah. When they were making it, you mean? Yeah, well, they were 70 years. Yeah, they've been dead for like 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. They were 70-ish, right at 70 when they filmed it in 1993. I love that scene in the, in the, um, um, in the, like the drugstore. And they're all talking, they're trying to like, outdo each other with the fucking, how they're pain, pain. <laughs> pain, I'll tell you about pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, once, um, had you guys seen it before or was this actual first time or? I'd seen it before, but it was yeah too long ago to remember all the scenes. Yeah, same here. Same gotcha. Here. Yeah. How did it hold up for you, Tony? That was great. I was having a blast. Was, yeah. I mean, right from the right off the bat, it was, I was I was cracking up. It was perfect. I mean, the very beginning when I look at quotes, it's the first one from Grandpa Gustafson. It says, "Looks like Chuck's taking the old one eye to the optometrist." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, or when uh, the other dude's bragging, he's like, I've laid more pipe in this town than wash a plumbing. <laughs> this movie is so rated R without the rated R. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it is incredibly, especially like you brought up Burgess Meredith. I mean, he's like, yeah, I'll mount it. <laughs> I, mean, he's I like, love that he kept calling it mounting. Yeah, I would have mounted everybody in town. Exactly. Like when they yeah. first, like I said in the beginning, when they see each other, like, good morning, dickhead. He's like, hello, moron. Yeah. Um uh-huh. Well, lines Max is like when I had my ulcers, I was farting razor blades. <laughs> I think it's funny too when you hear old people saying it too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like when it comes out, oh, it's just uh, it's hilarious. And they get the little side plot with Kevin Pollock as Walter Matthau's uh, son, yeah. and Daryl Hannah's Jack oh, Lemon's uh, daughter, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, he a Shooter McGavin action in there too. <laughs> um, well, he ain't that long, but um, yeah, I think it was uh. I think it holds up really nicely. I mean, it's cool. To, um, and, and I could tell a lot of people liked it too because they and they did make a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. Grumpier Old Men, and um, and uh, yeah, it's just cool to see. Uh, I think that I can. I think they can be up there with other duos, dynamic duos of other movies. You know. Yeah, I mean? I mean, considering how old they were when they filmed this, um, you know, you and they did, and then they did Out to Sea in nineteen ninety seven. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's like they were, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, they were like fucking seventy-five years old when they did Out to Sea. You know, yeah. Remember when the dude was uh, asking to if he had if he had seen uh, uh, John, and he's like, "Oh no, no, I haven't seen oh, him God. yet." He's yeah. like, um, "Oh, you mean that low life asswipe egg sucker, John?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Have that's... you seen? Him? Yeah, yeah. The man's crazy. Yeah, he's local. Crazy. Always hanging around those kinky strip bars, you know? <laughs> the ones where the men take their clothes off. That's of course he's taking his medication. <laughs> he's taking medication. Yeah, without it, it could be anywhere. Wandering around, talking to trees. I'm telling you, man's a menace. 
He's always drinking, starting fights. And his delivery is just great. And you can see Jack Lemon just just burning up, getting so pissed off and biting yeah. his lip. Can't say anything. It's fucking great. His yeah. delivery is so good. Because oh, I always remember Walter Matthau as uh, Mr. Wilson from Dennis, Dennis the Menace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I was, uh, it was cool. It was cool to um, just have a good laugh and just to watch something different. And uh, it, it does hold up, man. It was really cool. Yeah, it gets it. It shows its age. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say sort of like sort of the end of the second act kind of thing. Um, uh, when they're trying to work the drama in with uh, what's her name, um, and yeah, she's. I looked her up. She did. She was fifty when she did the film, and mm. uh, yeah, she looks great. Um, and she's all ripping up and down the street on the fucking snowmobile and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and Margaret, yeah, um, yeah, she was like a she was like a bombshell back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I buy that for a dollar for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here's to here's to my man doing the horizontal mambo with the dollars yeah. for you. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'm just he. I, I like that he took the peppers and put some more hot sauce on his eggs in the morning. Yeah. Oh, that was so. That was so funny when he was when he got laid. Yeah, the next day he's he's all dancing, dancing, and she's like Tony at the club. Yeah, (laughs) in his underwear too. He's like, "Well, she was like, well, John, when's the last time you made love?" He's like, "October fourth, nineteen seventy-eight." She's like, "Okay, I think you were safe." (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, "Oh man." (laughs) Yeah, man. So right on. Cool. So. Anyways, yeah, good, yeah. Good pick. So that's my sister. Yeah, thanks, thanks, um, thanks for the request. Like yeah, I said, man, sure. people take we'll take requests, man. You ask us to watch yeah. something, we'll watch it, man. We'll give it a shot for sure. Last week I had a little children, or two weeks ago, from my cousin Leanne. So that was a good pick. Yeah, post them on our Facebook page, man. We'll mm-hmm. we'll love to take requests. You know, what I mean, sometimes we sometimes we're, like I said, Tony's pulling them out of his back pocket. And he don't have that many pockets. Yeah, you know, I need some help. So we have to need to get a fanny pack or something. Exactly. Wait, you don't have a fanny pack? Another one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one on the front, one on the back. That's what you need when you're dancing. That's like, <laughs> put all your napkins in there. For so all, yeah, for so my towels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so let's see. Who's got homework next week? That's nah, going to be me. All right. And you got some for us? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I looked it up on uh, on the site, and it doesn't look like we've re- re- reviewed this one. Um, the Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1. Is it out? Uh, is that the third one? It's the first part of the last like book type thing. So, I have no idea if it's out or not. I just it's one so of the ones that I've been wanting to see. Part one or part two? It says part one. Yeah, it's, it's uh, wait because the Hunger Games came out in 2012. Then there's Catching Fire that came out in 2013. I don't right, even so think this I've one seen was that. And there's Mockingjay Part One. So do I need to see any other ones to know what the fuck is going on? I have no Probably. idea. Probably. So you're making us do extra extra homework? Yeah, Tony. <laughs> it hasn't been released on Blu-ray yet. It's not. Uh-oh. Are you sure? Yep. No, it is. Really? Dude. It is. Huh. It's on Stars already. I swear I saw it on like Redbox and shit. Yeah. Part one DVD digital copy on Amazon, instant yeah. video. It's available. Yeah. Oh, is it? Four yeah. bucks to rent. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, somebody fill me in in the second one then. Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray's out. 
Oh, really? It is? Yeah. That's what it says on Amazon. <laughs> oh, <that's... coughs> mm-hmm. So who's got the extra credit, homie? I guess I do. Uh, uh, make it. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to my uh, default uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh shit! I almost saw that today. I saw the first scene. <laughs> Why is we, it on Netflix? Uh, yeah, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, they have Catching Fire on Netflix. The second one. <laughs> Cool, and Glorious Bastards and Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. So 22 hasn't come out yet, right? It comes out this year, right. 2015. Right. Are you a fan of the series, Tony? Um, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, not really. A, I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I enjoyed it. So um, I know I've been wanting to watch this. I've been waiting for it to come out on DVD and all that stuff, and it's come out for a while. So gotcha. well. Wait for the right time. Well, cool. That'll work. I think that, right concludes, on, right on. that concludes another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're going to try to get some medicine, get some sleep, so we can get a lot better. Um, you know what I'm saying? So that was episode 263. We just randomly rant on all things movies. And uh, I've been your host, Fonzo, saying we ride together. Finally, we die together. Like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> MCP, Bad Boys for Life.